You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, Montgomery County. All right. We are live on Lone Star Community Radio on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 locally here in the Conroe area only. If you're driving through and you're like, hey, man, I want to keep listening, it's easy. You can download the Lone Star Internet Radio app. Very clever with the name change because it's on the Internet. Or you can visit us online worldwide at IR. LoneStar.com. And IR stands for? Internet Radio. <gasps> oh, my gosh. G-G golly. Golly G. And so that's that's uh, us. So we're the morning show. We're here every weekday morning from 9 to 4 with special guests. <laughs> 9 to and, 4? What did I say? Oh, oh I just it said 9 to 4. Yeah. So, you know, there's me. Uh, this is Dick. And so it's <laughs> 9 to 11. And uh, we kind of welcome anyone. If you want to be a guest, just let us know. Visit us on Facebook. We are streaming live on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. All that good stuff. Feel free to chat in. Uh, we are brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And uh, we have some hungry wolves today. That's right. St. <laughs> Francis Wolf Sanctuary is going to be in today. Awesome. They're doing a fundraiser with a singer-songwriter, Coco O'Connell. And she's going to be on the phone with us. But I think we're actually going to have a special visit. Not from a wolf, because I wouldn't want a wolf in here. I'm not, You know, it's, I'm, I told you about that yesterday. You know, Holly's like, let's go pet him. And I'm like, why would you ever want to go pet a wolf? No one wants to pet a wolf. I would not want to be near a wolf. Would you want to be near a wolf? No. It's like it's like wanting to be near a bear. Like, mm. oh, they're so cute. No, they're not. They're going to tear your face off. And I told you, there have been those who have, you know, lived amongst the bears for, for decades. And, on they always, and then they it almost their... ends. I, would, I bet you it's like a 98% chance if you, like, every time you were with a bear, that's how many chances to get killed by one. I wonder how many bear, uh, what's the word? Fans, you know, those who kind of live with the bears and stuff. I wonder what the retirement rate is. How many actually make it to retirement age and, or, you know, what, what, what know, the bears. attrition we rate need, is. We need uh, the bears, et cetera, people coming in and telling us more about bears. Right. I'm not trying to give bears a bad rap. I'm just saying frequently you humans just love you to. just don't hang out with bears. Yeah, we love to anthropomorphize uh, animals. You know, we love to make them human. Like, kind of remember that scene in Scarface where he has the tiger? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would you want a tiger? Well, now, but let's be fair. In Walking Dead, you got Shiva the tiger. You want that tiger because that tiger goes after zombies. That's not realistic. We're talking about the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But welcome, mornings, Lone Star again. Special guest at 10 o'clock today will be the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary. If you have a chance, though, what they do allow you to do is come visit them. That's right. They they do a couple events every year. They invite the public out, which I think you can actually go out whenever you want. We'll find out more about that. But, like, you actually see the wolves in 
an extended habitat, a closed habitat. That's one thing that I always always kind of laugh when they're trying to do PR about their cages mm-hmm. because it isn't like a kennel. <laughs> and so it's like there's no way to say it's like a wonderful thing because it's not the wild because they don't want wild wolves in the area. I don't really know. I'm going to learn a lot about wolves today. Right? Because wasn't there a wolf attack or wolf attacks uh, like six years ago in spring or something like that? I'd have to remember that. I, I and it wasn't really, the bell, I, but... I don't think people got hurt. I think it was like animals were disappearing. Like you know. Well, yeah, you got you wolves, know, you got coyotes, you got these animals that are in nature. And as we all know, nature is just God's way of saying, hey, you can die. You're, you're next. Yeah, basically. Oh, <laughs> that's that's, that's well, it right there. So that's going to be fun. It's at 10 o'clock. So if you have wolf questions or anything like that, you can check them out online. Just look up St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary. It's on the uh, west side of the 105 of Montgomery. I think it's near, more near Dobbin, if I had to guess. But uh, speaking of that, We'll see some weather and traffic for the area. So, with traffic conditions in the I-45, southbound, northbound, and Highway 69, everything's looking good. I'm not seeing any accidents or incidences, but one. That's right, one accident, which there's always seems to be an accident right here. It is on the service road. Oh, man, I faked you out. It's northbound on the service road right underneath the Hardy Toll Road. So, if you're trying to get there mm-hmm. northbound... Uh, there is an accident on the right by the on ramp and exit ramp, so it's like I know if exactly you're trying to go you're where you're going, about. you're not going to be able to go where you're going fast enough. Right there, that's on the service road northbound I-45, right right there at the Hardy Toll Road, uh, heading northbound. Outside that, heading into Houston, you're pretty much good to go. You're going to run into some trouble right there at 610 I-45, and you're going to head head in 19 or sorry, not 1960 <laughs> Highway 69. You're going to run into trouble right there at I-10. Um, I mean that's normal. It's nine o'clock downtown. No one wants to be there. Everyone wants to be here, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to today's topics. It is 9.08. Let me get some couple. weather real quick. Oh, that's right. Well, you people you. are like tuned in. They're like, what's the weather? What's the weather tree saying? Hey, the weather, weather tree is saying that it is partly cloudy out there. Uh, only a 10% chance of rain uh, all day, apparently. Tomorrow uh, it may um, start uh, kicking in. But it is 80 degrees right now. Going to go up to 92. It's going to look like that pretty much all through next week. Uh, partly cloudy, maybe some storms, nothing too radical. Hot during the day, cooler at nights. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. I watched the soccer game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so much my, my, my boys in Belgium. They, uh, yeah, they, they lost. Do it. They, they lost. Got, it was actually, if you're into soccer, it was a very disappointing game. There's a lot of time wasting, a lot of unsportsmanlike conduct. And, I mean, I guess if it's worth winning the World Cup, you go for it, man. Well, maybe right? realize that these these boys in the in the Thai soccer team in the cave, you know, they had to wait to be rescued, which makes them the, you know, through the waters. Yeah. So that makes them the first soccer players in history not to take a dive. Ooh. You see what I did there? Well, there are certain players that don't dive. Like, it's in their in their nature, and that's why – you start learning if you start paying attention to soccer is there's a world like different areas of the world have different philosophies in soccer philosophies and also their um like their stats you have baseball pitchers who if they're upset they throw high and inside you, you know they they have a they have well, a like, stick for example England has always been known for the rough game like yes. if you're going to play England's soccer in England you're going to get your ankles bit you're going to I mean like <laughs> It's amazing. You get a little bit more laxative in your Gatorade. 
Well, no more of like they'll just shove you. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they'll they'll elbow you. They'll they'll hit your eye sockets. They'll do like they they play dirty. Yes, and it's not dirty like how Central and South America play dirty because they play dirty by fouling you to the point where like it's, they will it's shiv assault. you it's assault <laughs> they'll shiv you in the midfield like <laughs> well that's oh, what well actually what's funny is coming up the united states is going to be in a tournament i think the gold cups coming up next year mm-hmm. which is a tournament between central america north america and then some parts of south america that is one of the craziest tournaments ever to watch because of how dirty the players like i'm talking like Oh, you're behind me? Oh, I didn't mean to hit my elbow in your face. Like, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Oops. And uh, so that's really funny. That's going to be a good good tournament. But, you know, today's England, so Leo is really all about that from Conrad Coffee, and they're going to be playing Croatia. And that's going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be uh, one thing that England does really well is they screw up really well. So it's going to be – it's all up to them, really. They're the stronger team, in my opinion, but it just comes down to them screwing it up. think so. Yeah. It's usually like it's in soccer, and that's what's kind of unfortunate about this World Cup is a lot of the big players got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, majority of the big players got knocked out, and they just had a poor performance. Like everyone, like Brazil did all right. Everyone thought Brazil had it in the bag after Germany got kicked out and Argentina got kicked out. Right. It was supposed to be what was it? Uh, Spain, unless Germany won, made it to the semifinals. Yeah. Remember how I made those? Well, I didn't make the predictions. I relayed the predictions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I guess that makes it exciting that, you know, you have two teams going in, whether it's a Super Bowl or World Series or World Cup, you know, and we love an upset, especially if there's an underdog involved. Yeah, and so that's, uh, they play today, 1 o'clock, so it's going to be fun, and uh, please be safe if you're drinking and driving today. Uh, Outside of that, let's move on. Can we move on to news headlines and local news? Apparently there's the, the dust storms coming back. No, great. My allergies so I are figured just recovering. ABC13.com has a report, and uh, a lot of people are like, what do you do about it? There's really nothing you can do about it. Um, well, don't be like me and spend the first night in your house by yourself windows, with right? the windows open. I mean, th- th- there's no air conditioning, so I'm, I'm to be forgiven yeah. for that. But, yeah, I guess, uh, oh, make sure your filters, air filters, are, are replaced or cleaned. I'm the guy that I'll, I'll, I'll take them outside and you know, bonk them together and— then stick you want to just replace them? Because uh, I rarely think about going to the store to buy it's, air conditioning. It's Amazon, dude. You know, I should do that. I, I really should. I'm enjoying... Uh, like, the Amazon's prime. allowed you to be the laziest person possible. You realize that. This is true. Like, you really... You nailed that one. You really... We're, the next step for us to become even more lazy is is the... What's that uh, thing in Star Trek where they make everything? The replicator. The replicator. Yeah, like, that's the next step for us. We're almost there. Do you think we're going to end up like the, the humans in Wally? No, I would say no because I think as technology advances, so will the ability to change the molecules of our food. Because that's that's saying if we just ate McDonald's every day, that's what Wally's saying. We have our you know our thirty-two ounce cups and all that stuff. I don't see that being that's not a normal thing with people. Like, do you normally go to the store and get a thirty-two ounce Coke? No. I think that's not an average thing. I think there's a select people who do do that. Mm-hmm. So I think the Wally thing, no. I think what happens is we're going to make technology so easy, so eating healthy is so easy. Because I think that's kind of like why people go to McDonald's, because it's easy. So if you just make it easy to get you know, a BLT opposed to a big 
beefy burger. Mm -hmm. I think some people will make the decisions too. Thing of which we didn't tell people about our beefy burgers we ate yesterday. That's true. At we went to Hi Bob. <laughs> uh, warning, it wasn't good. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. Mornings with Lone Star brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Soup Office Cleaning with Skippy. Hello. Of C3 Creative Solutions. Close, very close. Creative content creation. Great. Why do I want to say solutions? I don't know. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com worldwide and locally here on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course on Facebook Live. We went to IHOP yesterday, tried their <laughs> burgers. I got the brunch burger, which is basically breakfast on a burger. And I, okay. Yeah, you had the eggs, bacon, and hash browns on Okay, a so when I first purchased it, or like made it in my mind, purchased it in my mind, I go, there's no way I'm going to be able to eat all this. This is so much food. It's great. I can eat it later. But I will say when they delivered it, it was probably a fourth or almost a half size smaller than what I imagined. Wait, right. Am I wrong about that? The burgers, they fulfilled every legal requirement to be a burger. But there was absolutely nothing special about them. And so I'm not I'm not dissing IHOB here. I mean, they were burgers. We ate them. We finished them. I, we had french fries. Yeah. Well, I think that's what I, I think it's kind of weird when you go to eat a burger at a sit down place. I don't feel like it's going to be in the same realm as eating like a Sonic burger. Right. But yeah, the, the yeah, the, the burger I had yesterday, I had the the straightforward the uh, classic. Yeah, I had the classic. We got cheddar cuz I think neither of us are fans of American. 
You know, America sucks. Well, American cheese is not cheese. It's it's petroleum based. It's like you know, it's like the monkeys are only two percent off our DNA. Yeah, um, I I think American cheese is two percent off of uh, uh, petroleum DNA. But yeah, it was it was, and I appreciate it very much. Thank you, Dick, for taking me out for my birthday uh, lunch yesterday. That burger sat with me all day and all night long, so I was pretty good with that. But yeah, just nothing special about it. And of course, you know, if you missed us t- talking about it yesterday, the IHOB thing was temporary, and uh, well, it was temporary. So you know, well, it was strange to me about that was people were saying they they even said at the beginning this was just a stunt. Right, but, but I, I didn't see any of that. I saw it as like well, they really are. It, I think they wanted to see if people would take it seriously before they started flipping the peas over to bees. Because think about it, changing the you've seen the logo, right? Mm-hmm. The O and the P and IHOP makes a face, two eyes and a nose going down to a smiley yeah. mouth. So when you do IHOP, the nose is suddenly pointing up. It you know it doesn't work, so they'd have to change their whole logo. So I think they were just waiting. To, oh, it's a big old thing. They were hoping to get people to talk, but the whole buildup to it, IHOP, what's it going to mean? And people are coming up with better things than burgers. You know, better, better, better uh, answers to B. And they could have just turned it into a PR campaign. Yeah, that's what I thought. To, to say, IHOP? No, IHOP. Like for this next month, we're going to do IHOP uh-huh. because we got new burgers. And that's, I think, the whole the plan was all along. But someone in a their marketing company said, hey, I got an idea. Let's pretend it's we're going to. Well, they didn't commit. No, that's what I'm saying. The, the signs were still the same. They said, we're going to be changing our logo and changing our signs. And no, it was. It was a little ill-advised. I mean, here's the thing. We went to go eat two burgers. They sold two more burgers yesterday than they would have otherwise. Ever, ever. Because I would never have gone to, I would never portray my Waffle House. So, (laughs) you cheated on your Waffle House. I did. I'm going to have to take you to Waffle House there so you can, you know, feel better. I think they have burgers there. Actually, you know what's funny is I don't even know what's on their menu besides what I get every, I don't think I've ever You told me yesterday what you get at Waffle House. You and Holly go there and what you get. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. And then don't forget we get cheddar cheese and jalapenos in our hash browns and we share that. It's so good. There you go. I, I should try that. I've actually uh, gotten more of a, a flavor for spicy foods as I've gotten older. I thought it was, it was the good. other way around. It's all day. That's all I do. I gotta have some. Either I gotta have either Tabasco or I gotta have some type of uh, seasoned salt or seasoned. Okay. Now, when's your birthday again? June fifth. June fifth. Because I, I know it was recently. I don't want to wait a whole eleven months. I so like, I like that. And then I was well, let's, let's find mother, a reason to go to Waffle House. My mother brought me they I told you remember that they went to Santa Fe mm-hmm. and she brought me fresh chilies from there, dry chilies from Santa Fe. Right. So we're gonna grind them up and then uh I'm gonna have some fresh chilies. It's gonna be so good. Oh man, now it I'm sounds hungry. Like, yeah, right. I haven't had breakfast yet. Uh but yes, yeah, nine twenty one. What else uh is in your wheelhouse today? What's going on? You got any good headlines besides uh I have a, a couple. So cool. Well, I just want to start off with this one because you know it was my birthday yesterday and I was feeling a little old. So Indiana Jones five. What's it like to feel old? You know, is it because what people tell you what it is to feel old, and you see that and you relate to that, or do you actually have a feeling that this is different? Because like, sorry to to interrupt you, but like, for for example, you know, in the movies and stuff, they say, oh, when your bones creak, that means you're getting old. I'm like, I don't know if that's true. I do, you know, I do notice the, the, the physical changes. Like uh, back when my folks lived in Albuquerque, okay. I can I can make the drive to Albuquerque in one sitting, just you know, not stop long enough to re- refill. What's that drive? Like ten hours? Oh, at, at least it is like a thousand miles. Okay, ooh, gross. 
and I like taking the back roads okay. sometimes. I could do it in one sitting. Now there there needs to be there would need to be a stop. Are you talking about like a restroom stop, or you mean like I no, can't sit in this car I, for? I got I got to get out. I got to close my eyes for at least two hours. See, my response to that is I don't even like being in the car for more than an hour. But I could, and now I can't. I can't. Or I, now I can't, I can't stand up without making sound effects. You know, things pop, and I go. Because you know what? What we were talking with the Holly about this because she worked in hospice care, and I was always wondering what it, what is it like when you know it it's enough's enough. Basically, and because hospice care is relatively new in the uh, nursing slash mm-hmm. medical world, and I realized it's like, why would I ever want to be ninety years old? Because I watched an episode of Car uh, Comedian Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. They came mm-hmm. with a new season on Netflix, and it's really good. Well, there's one of my episodes because Hollywood's like really interested in the concept. I was like, here, let me show you one of my favorite episodes. It has Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks in it, but you could tell that they're older. What uh, like Carl Reiner was in like ninety, I think, when they filmed it. Mm-hmm. And if you, no one knows who Carl Reiner is, like that's the only like old person I really know that I actually know what they did, like the Dick Van Dyke Show, and then they did The Jerk. I think he directed The Jerk, mm-hmm. and like he's like a comedy kind of legend in a sense. But he's an older guy, and then you could see their habits. They visit every night, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner, mm-hmm. and they watch a movie together, and they have a whole system. They have the TV tray. And, like, you could just tell. And Holly's like, oh, this is so cute. And I go, that's probably the only thing I would want to do if I was their age is, like, have a friend like that and watch a movie and have fun. But, like, outside that, like, if I just can't walk around. Because Carl Reiner was, like, walking around. like, this guy's 90 years old. Mm-hmm. So he didn't care if he's old. Like, he didn't no, seem to care. No, no uh, and it, it really is a, a, a state of mind. You know, my dad was in his 90s when he, when he passed. Uh, and whereas his memory was going and he knew it, he was still – active mm-hmm. he you know he walked every day and uh um he'd have those i can't you know Probably i can't believe jalapenos no he wasn't a jalapeno kind of guy hmm. but uh kind of yesterday talking to uh, katie our our hopeful yeah, intern Im- impromptu, impromptu show host right, or co-host. uh and talking to her about the 60s and realizing that this is like two full generations behind me you're a yeah. generation behind me because yeah. you're the same age as my son. So anyone in their young 30s is a generation. So anyone, you know, 15, 20 years younger than that is two generations away I from always me. thought uh, the generation would be split by 20 years. There, that's, that's a give or take people have. There about, But as we've been growing and we've been waiting long to have babies, it used to be 20 have years. Have we, though? Yeah, more women are, are waiting to, oh. to be later. Well, I mean, I would say about 60% of my friends, 70% of my friends were having kids before 30. Yeah, but no, I remember back in the 50s and 60s, they were ha- if you didn't have your kid before you were 19 or 20, you were oh, in danger. Oh, that's right. So it really was every 20 okay, years. So, okay, so it's gotten like 25, 30 years. Okay. And so I, I realized talking yesterday, I didn't feel old doing it, but I realized I've got from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, aughts, and the 10s, I've got 60, sorry, six decades worth of experiences that I can actually draw on that I can remember. And also when I was young, stuff like World War II or Korea, Vietnam, were still recent history for us. Mm -hmm. Think about when I was born in 65, I was closer to the Korean War in age, you know, when I was born, than most kids born nowadays or most teenagers were when the Gulf War started, started, Desert Storm. Or Desert Shield, I should okay. say. So I was closer to, you see what I'm talking about? I was closer to Korea age-wise than most kids are, too. So that's ancient history to them. They have no idea what we were there for or why. 
uh, you know, Vietnam got replaced with Desert Storm. Well, I mean, in the bigger scale, I was seeing that Cleopatra, the queen or whatever. Queen of the Nile. Queen of the Nile was actually closer in, in years to the cell phone than she was to the pyramids. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Pyramids went up 3,000 like, years in ago. Our genera- like, when I went to school, I just thought it was all just like within 100 years. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff happened in Egypt, right? 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 No. And that's why you got to be careful is, is we do more and more like period like movies or, or because people get nostalgic. But they'll start, unless you know what you're talking about, they will make, I will know when polyester came in to what the hairstyles were in 1974 compared to 1976. When polyester, I have a question about this because I got, I inherited a bunch of shirts from my grandfather and all that (laughs) stuff. Like, I don't see how polyester was popular here in Texas just because of just how hot it is. It doesn't breathe, but it was, that was the very reason that all the cotton stuff, all the breathable got snapped up quick. Nylon, you know, stuff like that was relatively new. You know, that was a Dow chemical thing, uh, between their two, their New York and their London offices, which yeah. is where nylon, N-Y-L-O-N, comes from. I mean, that's hot here. I can see we're wearing it up in, you but know, we were tougher. cooler We were cooler tougher back then. Think about it. We didn't have air conditioning until the 50s. Yeah, but that's just uncomfortable. Like, well, no, you, you because Texas has always been this high. Like, I, I enjoy heat. Don't get me wrong. I like, yeah, but when it's I 104 like it. outside. But when you're wearing that and it's 104 outside, that mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. And they didn't have deodorant then either. Well, I mean, right. I don't wear deodorant, so I'm kidding. <laughs> we got to take a break. Okay. I thought it was the break. burger. I, was, I thought it was the cheeseburger I was smelling. <laughs> <laughs> there were some interesting cats in IHOP, weren't there? Uh, yeah, we were, we were the early lunch crowd there. Uh, it's like half of what usually happens at Waffle House. So <laughs> we gotta go. I'm taking you to Waffle House next week, well, my friend. I, why can't I take you? Well, because you took me for my birthday. Well, what, I mean, I live right by a Waffle House. We'll take each other. Yeah. We'll have a date. I'm still working on getting my name, my first name basis with those people. I'm working on it. Oh, I'll help you with that. I'm so. good at that. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Shout and out to Bernie, yesterday's waiter. See, that's how you do it. That's right. Uh-huh. Hey, did you have a hard time hearing him? Yeah, he was very soft-spoken. Very soft. I was like, man, I don't want to screw this up. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Can you understand the words hey, coming out of my mouth? You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936 647 3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in Western Swing, Honky Tonk, Zydeco, Texas Blues, Outlaw Country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back. 931, Lone Star Community Radio. Morning to Lone Star every weekday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got special guests coming in. Man, now it's all slippery. What happened over what there? What did you do over there, man? What have you been doing while we Always been love the here? sniff test. <laughs> ah, smells safe. Uh, we have <laughs> We had the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary coming in at 10 o'clock about a fundraiser and making a pledge and supporting those wolves over there. And uh, it is kind of gnarly to watch the wolf videos, so I don't think we can talk about it while she's uh, our guest is here. Because and again, it's like a PR thing. It's like, how do you present these vicious creatures? But they're not vicious. <coughs> Wolves aren't vicious. They're not. Docile. But they can be. Yeah. Well, in, there's in a any, reason why they're separated by a, a wall when we, we want to see them. Right. Exactly. And like in any animal. I mean, we've all seen the gray. The gray. You ever seen that with uh, Leave Nielsen? I missed that one. It has like one of the weirdest endings where he's, he basically has shot glass bottles and he breaks them and duct tapes them and he fights a wolf. Because <laughs> the whole movie is these wolves are tracking him down. <laughs> okay, see. You need to see this movie. Man. I, it's I, wonderful. I need to. It makes no sense, but it's wonderful at the I same time. I need to. I'm waiting for somebody to take his movies because he's probably made at least seven movies that's kind of like the same premise of him just beating up people. And it's almost like you could cut all seven of those movies to make like a two and a half hour epic movie that you could string together. Well, that somehow. could be a ticket stub thing where you show a, like a five, ten second clip of Liam Neeson beating up somebody, and then we'll you get, have to you know which movie it was. There was a, a Steven Seagal movie I saw, and I, 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 I used to be a big fan of Steven Seagal, like just whatever. <laughs> and he's been making movies in Ukraine and like all this crazy stuff now. Well, there's a movie he made, I want to say in the late 90s early 2000s basically they and the only reason i knew this was you could tell by the cars they basically took three movies and put them together and in between the action scenes they'd put these other movies in there so like for example 
the scene would be with me and Steven Seagal fighting in in the cafe. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I got to get away. So the next scene would be a person that you can't really see get into a car and a chase scene would ensue. And then basically you think that's Steven Seagal on them, but no, that's from a movie 20 years ago. Wow. Because there, like, there was a, a scene in it that made me think of it. They had a heist part of it, and they stole something in Las Vegas. Well, every car in the scene was from the late like the late 80s. Like oh. you know, the boxy like yeah. I was like, "Whoa, wait a second. This is way too way too early like for what they're trying to present." And then I and I look online and like sure enough they used action footage of three other films and then they just spliced. I think that means like Steven Seagal was in 20% of the movie. Mm-hmm. Everything else was a <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Very interesting. <laughs> so, I hadn't thought about that. But speaking of movies and and aging, uh, started this whole thing off. So Indiana Jones Five, they're they're working on it, but the release date's been pushed back to July 9th, twenty twenty one, which means that when it comes out, Harrison Ford will be seventy nine years old. Now we were just talking about how you know we have someone who's eighty, that you know Carl Reiner. Well, I'm eighty. I, I'm, I'm gonna let you straight up. No, I saw Ant Man uh-huh. and Michael Douglas plays Pym in it. Mm-hmm. He they did a, like a flashback scene. And whatever they did, they took Benjamin Button and made it ten times better. He looked like Michael Douglas, as in like a twenty-five-year-old right before Gordon Gecko, Michael Douglas. Well, what they probably did was took footage from Wall Street or streets of San Francisco, even, and and you know, you know, take some still shots. Have you seen Ant Man? I haven't seen it yet. Man, I hear the new one is really good. Me out how much I was like, why are they doing? Because usually when they do. They do silly Seeing, shots like that. You can see like the light under their eyes. Looks like it's like goggles almost. Or or they were a little fuzzy when they when they did it in the X Men movie with uh, Magneto and Professor Xavier Xavier. Yeah. And you know they tried to de age Patrick Stewart. And, and I'm like, man, there's so much light here. Yeah, it, it was. It, uh, but no, it, they, they did a decent job, and you could tell. Yeah, and, and then this, I could, I could tell, but I could barely tell, and I was like, that's creepy. Harrison Ford gonna be. Seventy nine. I, I they can do whatever they want. I'm, I'm convinced anyone can make any movie about anything today, as in like having the ability to. You can make him look 60, 40, 30, like whatever you want. But would you watch an Indiana Jones movie knowing that there's eighty year old Harrison Ford, but they're they're digitizing to make him look sixty? I think again we go back to that belief thing you'd like to the say. willing suspension of disbelief. So, and the I mean, keyword is willing how much are you like, willing i would say as if plot taken out the crystal skull and Indiana jones was an entertaining movie if you take out the plot it was fun <laughs> there was uh, some adventure going on and it, it was it would have made a good episode it, of the young and yeah jones it was very Chronicles. curious it was a very curious movie and i like that because you really didn't know where it was going and then until you saw the spaceship you're like where was this movie going but uh, I, I think they could do it. I mean, I think Harrison Ford, I think Steven Spielberg is clearly a good director. He's directing it, right? I think so. And like, uh, at the well, very least, he's producing you know, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't commit to Shia LaBeouf or LaBeouf. Because I was like, that makes sense. That's a lateral move right there. Like, keep continue making Indian Jones, but with his son. Well, that was the plan. Then Shia LaBeouf went off the deep end. He pulled did he Nicholas Yeah, he did. He, uh, and... Then, I thought it was just more of like no one liked him. Well, there were, well, he kept on getting the fights and stuff. He's That's hard awesome. to ensure. And then he decided to go art house. And there's this movie. It's on Netflix. It's called Nymphomaniac. 
and there's actually two different movies, part one and part two. That's a Lars Van Tour, what's his name, the weirdo? Yeah, and and I've been known to flip channels late at night to see oh, what's on. Oh, here we go. But this movie, even for me, it was like, are you kidding me? And well, they're like, an oh, arts, no. It's an art house, you know. Yeah, but it was... Uh, the the funny thing was I'm trying to figure out how to how to how to phrase this. So you see Shia Don't I don't want I already know total it's called Nymphomaniac, so it's gotta be something totally weird. full oh, frontal. Nice. But I'm like, oh my god, so this is like like bad porn, but reading the, wait, the wait, behind the scenes it's like oh no, they're prosthetic. No, there were these are prosthetics. We didn't show his his real genitalia. We covered you it with fake up? genitalia. Yeah, because I'm like, how how could he have because, I mean, it was flat-out porn. I'm like, oh, no, we took, uh, you know, latex. Actors precaution and, oh, okay. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I just thought that would be a, even that regardless. Let's keep doing it. Well, they got to find someone else. So what do you think they're going to do with the fifth one? They went to space already with the spaceship. Mm-hmm. They did the not. They did, they oh, did the Nazis. The thing. It, well, and then with the fourth and one, the it was art. more the communists. You know, remember, it started off as the communists. The Nazis became the communists before it became spacey. Yeah. What'd be next? They did the Holy Grail. They did the Ark. Indiana Jones versus the hippies. What else did they do? Help me out here. They had Ark. I'm going blank here. They had the Ark. They had uh, spaceship. And the the, the second movie. Because the third movie was the The Grail. Temple of Doom. Yeah. So it was like finding the. And that's like. That was like a flat out Alan Quartermain movie. That was fun. You know, Alan that's, Quartermain would I mean, go the dude, find the the the, the ruins the of the heart city. Got out of him. That's awesome. So yeah, happy. I don't know what they would do. Seventy ninth Harrison Ford when your next movie comes out. I mean, do you think he really wants to get up and do that? Oh, uh, gotta go do another Indiana Jones movie. I actually, I, I mean, I, I well, very much. Believe, I think you just nailed it on the head. He's how like, much money does a person need at you know, especially at Harrison Ford? I. I do you think he's just acting to stay alive? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I've, I figure that's normal for some people. I just keep like, working. Well, I'm an actor. I guess I should act somewhere. Uh, or he could be, you know, this could well, be a that, movie that he's uh, demanding that, that Indiana Jones had, gets we killed. Had, we had this discussion, and the listeners can let us know on Facebook. Like, we were talking about Robert De Niro and, like, how fast he fell. As in, like, a prestige. Because there was, like, 20 years of Robert De Niro movies that were just Oscar-worthy, you know, this great roles. Oh, Bobby, yeah. Yabby, you know, that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden... He's not in those movies anymore, so I always wondered what what was going on with that because I think it was more of I think it was like when Meet the Parents came out. That's when he just goes, "I just like money," mm-hmm. and that's what I'll do, and I'll get paid crazy. Because I was reading, uh, I've been reading about Marlon Brando and how insane he was, and there was a thing about how when they approached him, this is a, this is at the point where he just alienated himself from Hollywood, right? And they approached him about Superman. And he basically made the first, like, first ever demand ever to be paid $100,000 just to read the script. Yeah. So that wasn't even, he didn't even say I was going to be in the movie, but I'll read the script for 100 That's what he basically, like, full out just on the phone. I said, like, yeah, they, they wanted him to be in the movie. He's like, all right, I'll do I'll look at the script. $100,000. Thank you. And then they paid him. And um, then, that, that's the thing. You're paid with the market will bear. That meant he, no one had to pay him for it. And of course, he was a nightmare on the set for the three days he was shooting. You know, he couldn't remember his lines. Well, Brett, a listener just said that De Niro was tired of being typecast as a gangster. I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think of the movies he wasn't a gangster in. 
and that he did really well. I mean, Raging Bull, he wasn't a gangster. Raging, Raging Bull, um, uh, Taxi Driver. Yeah, ta- yeah, Taxi Driver. I mean, he was gangster-ish, but he was a taxi driver. Yeah. You know. Um, Cape Fear. Yeah. Well, he was a thug, wasn't he? He was a thug. Well, there's a gangster. Oh, sure. And then there's, you know, there's Heat yeah. and Goodfellas. You know, that's gangster. And he was a good man. So... And any actors afraid of being typecast, they just need to stop taking the gangster roles that are offered. True. Or just do something completely wild like a Shakespeare stupid movie. Or, oh. Well, that's what I what's love. Your, what's your favorite Shakespeare, like, pure movie that they actually did Shakespearean stuff? Like, not, not like 10 like, Things I Hate About You. Yeah, or, but like, I'm like, Roman and Juliet with uh, DiCaprio. Like, they actually tried to do it. I loved that thing. I love interpretive Shakespeare. And that brought it to a whole new audience. didn't, what's his name? The British, there's two British guys. They did like two movies in the past five years. Like, Ralph Fiennes was in it. And I'm, I'm going to go blank. I'm going to look it up. The two, the Wachorski brothers or sisters now? The Wachorskis? No, he's, he's known for his Shakespearean acting. Kenneth Branagh? Yes. Mm-hmm. He did two movies. He directed. Uh, he directed some movies. Oh yeah, he's were... done. Uh, my my favorite film adaptations of like pure Shakespeare, meaning where they're not couching it like Ten Things I Hate About You" or uh, or something like that, would be um, the Baz Luhrmann Romeo and Juliet, the Leonardo DiCaprio one, because it was just so bold. It was fearless, putting that to that soundtrack and and cross dressing Mercutio at one point. You know, it was just, it, was, it was awesome, and then. I love Kenneth Branagh did a version of Much Ado About Nothing mm-hmm. uh, when he was married. Yeah, it has that wonderful actor in it, uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that was the one sour point. To it. But it had Denzel Washington, great actors, and it showed what Shakespeare, without getting bold, is. That it's funny that you can watch it and laugh and get what's going on without a single word being changed or changing guns to swords. I mean, changing swords to guns. So those two, and you know, the Olivia Hussey '60s version of Romeo and Juliet was was great in its own way too. But it was, you know, tights and Tchaikovsky. Um, Helen Mirren was in a great uh, production of The Tempest one time. That was, it, I like it well. And one of my favorite ones, uh, back in the '70s, CBS would do CBS Playhouse Live, and they would put on productions, stage productions as if it were a live show, no audience, but so they'd have the camera up on the stage. And there was a, a much to do about nothing with Sam Waterston in it, you know, from Law and Order in his early days. Yeah. Really good. It's called, the movie I found, if I'm right, it is Coriolanus? Coriolanus. What's that? It's a play. Is it a Shakespearean yeah, play? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes directed. That's who. Rafe Fine. Rafe, whatever. Rafe Fine is, his, it looks like Ralph Fiennes, but it's Rafe Fine. But he did like an, an updated a- adaptation mm-hmm. of it, and uh, was it? No, it wasn't Rafe. It was his brother. Uh, What's his brother's name? It begins with the J. Who did Shakespeare in Love? Uh, that's right, but that's not. It's, it's not a Shakespeare show, but he did a. It, it was a fun, fun movie. I did enjoy it. Lots really? of in jokes. Yeah, because there are lots of in jokes. That if you if you knew Shakespeare, you got a lot of the in jokes. But if you didn't know Shakespeare, it was still a great story. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. We're gonna okay. take a break. We're gonna okay. take a break. Okay. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, 945. Don't forget, 10 o'clock, we got our friends from the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary coming in the studio. Talking about an upcoming pledge drive with singer-songwriter Coco O'Connor. Cool. So uh, stick around. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio.
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families, Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. We got about 10 minutes until our guests so we can hang out with some wolves. Not really, but we're going to learn about how to raise funds for the wolf sanctuary over there in the Montgomery area. Do you think she's listening outside? I hope. Because if she's not, I'll tell you. You know what's funny? I want to ask her about, remember the movie Wolfen? No. 
Oh, it was, it was based on a Whitley Strieber, Strieber uh, book about... They weren't werewolves. They were wolves in New York, but they were wolfen. They were like supernatural wolves, and, and they they grew up alongside... Wolfen? W-O-L-F-E-N. In the movie, it was Albert Finney, and Gregory Hines was in the movie. And it's uh, basically they're trying to take back the slums, the wolfen. You know, they, they want the slums of New York to stay the slums because they eat dying people that they can sniff out disease. It's a really, remember, this is Whitley Strieber, who later on said he was kidnapped by aliens and did all these movies and books and movies about uh, him being kidnapped by aliens. And he also did the movie War Day, uh, where he wrote in the first person where he's a survivor of World War Three, but because it was nuclear weapons, it only lasted one day. Yeah, no, Wolfen, early 80s. Uh, like I said, Albert Finney, Tom Jones himself. He's got some great, great actors in it. Oh, yeah. Edward James Olmos, they got uh, mm-hmm. Tom Noonan. And it's young Edward James Olmos, too. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Noonan, uh, the really seven foot four tall guy you probably saw in um, either Manhunter or Robocop 2. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Uh, they, they changed it slightly. They gave it a real Native American feel to it uh, in the movie that wasn't in the book. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wolfen. All right. So since we're going to have a guest, we can give you about eight minutes to be anything political. We'll give that to you. Well, I don't want to go like political per se. I can say what's on the headlines. Um, Sasha Barrett and Cohen, who once upon a time was funny. But apparently he's just relying on the same shtick over and over. Every few years, he'll come up with a new character with a with a foreign accent, some vaguely Eastern European foreign accent, and film him trying to be as outrageous as possible against normal people, typically those who lean right. And, uh, you know, he was in the Ali G show, then he was Borat and Bruno and... And he's doing a new show now, and CBS is under the gun for this one because he got some people, including Sarah Palin, who, you know, you really got to be desperate for ratings if you're going to go after her because, and I say this as a conservative, she is old news. I mean, she made a run for vice president, got stomped, went out of the the political life after her governorship was up. So... She hasn't been mainstream for many years, but for some reason, Sasha Baron Cohen figures she's fair game. And he dresses up as a disabled veteran. We're talking wheelchair. Well, and it looks like the premise of a show is to get, is to trick political people. But she's not political. I mean, yeah, she's a, she'll go on, you know, like Fox News or something as, a, as an analyst, but she's not in politics. She's not a governor anymore. She never made vice president. She's, this is so, that's, that's like going after, um, James Baker or uh, D.D. Myers, who worked at the White House in the Clinton years, who, you know, has done nothing since. You can't say D.D. Myers. Well, he did Dick Cheney, apparently. And yeah, did... Dick Cheney signed a, a waterboarding kit. Um, nothing well, Dick Cheney's like, hey, it worked. He, you know, so he's got, he, he signs it because he's got nothing in his mind to be you know, ashamed of. But to to fake being a veteran at all, let alone a disabled veteran. You know, a lot of people are saying this, okay, this is your sense of comedy. This See, is once again comedy that's just not comedy anymore. Well, no, you can't, I mean, I, you, you can't say comedy can 
there's so many levels of comedy. You can do whatever you want, in my opinion. Uh, no, like, there I, are I, no I agree rules. with that. But and if it's distasteful for a certain group, then there, there you go. Like being a disabled vet, like is that a wise choice for the population? No, it's not a wise choice to do that. But you know, if you're trying to make a joke and you're a, a comedy a person, twenty years from now, it could be seen as funny. I mean, think about all the great comics. People did not like them at the time. They had protesters. They had all that kind of stuff. It was distasteful. Well, I, well, I also agree. You can go the other way around. You could have comedy that's really funny in the day, but 10 years later, it's like, oh, my golly, that was racist or misogynistic. So, yeah, no, comedy is mutable. That, that's not my problem. It, to me, it's just the latest in a long string of what comedy has become. And I've said this before. Comedy is just, oh, blank the president, drop a mic and walk yeah. off to, to cheers. This is just the latest in a long stream. It's think about um, a short clip that was really taken out of context where the president was making a, a gesture that looked like he was making fun of a, a physically disabled reporter. And it turned out it wasn't the case. Um, but Meryl Streep, Robert De Niro, everyone got on it. This is like, oh, he, he sucks. He does this. Yeah, but I mean, you would almost say that being a pretending to be a disabled vet is a way to dis, not disengage, but to uh, what's the, oh, it might be disengage, yeah. engage Sarah Palin to make the joke. Like she gets, her guard is down and like that's just I'm cool. splitting my sides with laughter. Here, Michael Moore did the same thing when he got his interview with uh, Charlton Heston, who was the president of the NRA at the time, for Bowling for Columbine. Yeah. Michael Moore told him, hey, I'm doing a pro-NRA movie. Um, you know, I love guns and this and that. I'm going to sit down for an interview. So Heston sat down, and he's, like, giving facts and figures. And Michael Moore like, ha, just joking. I, I hate the NRA and this and that. And Heston just said, okay, this is over. Took up his microphone and you know took it off and walked away. It's like I'm not seeing any pictures. I want to see pictures of what it, what you're talking about. I'm looking it up. I don't see anything. I think you uh, probably paid too much attention to Mike Drudge. I think that's what you do. Well, no, I made sure that I got this from three different sources. So I don't see I don't see any examples though. It just says he was duped. Mm -hmm. That's all it says. But do you think so? We don't have the full story. Why don't we wait till we see the interview? The interview may never see the light of day. I doubt that. It's on Showtime. It's like saying, let's wait to uh, get the, let, let's not talk about a Mueller investigation until we get the results of it. I mean, that's how I feel like it's happening right now. No. I haven't really seen anything. Yeah, right? Me. Think about it. I can't believe the Russians have gone from, like, you know, total evil empire, able to, to sway an entire, you know, 30 million voters to, they just haven't done anything lately. Well, they lost in the World Cup. Well, there you go. If they put more resources... <laughs> Outside if they of the tried, American, yeah. If they they stopped uh, supporting uh, usurping uh, U.S. elections and put in the World Cup, they may have won. Yeah, you know, actually, in the political news, we got about four minutes, five minutes. Mm -hmm. I wanted to follow up. If you guys remember a really great picture, well, an Iranian woman was protesting the scarf, the headscarf, and it got some really good. I mean, I, I imagine the photographer is going to win something for the photo, but uh, she got sentenced the other day. Guess how long she got sentenced for? Either very short or very long. 20 years. Wow. Wow. So uh, apparently, and this is um, this is what I'm reading, is in Iran, women showing their hair in public face penalizes ranging from $25 fine to prison time. So, I mean, I, I, I kind of like when they have, uh, and this is similar to the other story we were talking about with the, the Oregon folks who got pardoned by Trump where they didn't fit the the crime they did didn't fit the judgment mm -hmm. so 25 dollars to prison time that's the range you get mm -hmm. 
Do you think they set that up to be corrupted? As in, like, we like this woman, $25. To have such a wide range of punishment. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you, that, how are you able to. That if, rings foe to me. F A U X. Well, clearly, this woman's being made an example of. And it's unfortunate. And I hope, I hope people pick this news story up. And I, I hope with. Uh, NATO and all those world organizations being a talk of the town because of, you know, either Donald Trump's visiting them or there's a meeting or something, that this gets brought up because that's pretty crazy well, to, to prison a person for taking off a piece of clo- a piece of headwear. Speaking of NATO, um, this is my, my, my last talk. You know, there's a, a summit going on right now Yeah, in uh, Brussels. Yeah, Belgium is the headquarters of, of NATO. And there's a summit, and Trump's getting in people's faces about listen we're not the piggy bank anymore you know you, you and facebook is blowing up with all these people like oh you know he's going against nato i, I defy anybody listening except for brett because i'm sure he already knows it name me five countries in nato go united states russia <laughs> no 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 soviet union was part of the warsaw pact which was the anti-nato that's what I'm saying. People are getting bent out of shape. Oh, my gosh. You can't even tell, tell. What is NATO? What does it stand for? North Atlantic Treaty Organization. But, I mean, people are, are getting bent out of shape over Trump saying something in NATO. They don't even know what it is, what his purpose is. What he's saying is just if he's saying it, it's got to be bad. And it's like with the, uh, uh, the Kavanaugh pick. Actually, there were some media outlets that put out press releases that they accidentally forgot to add the name of the actual nominee for the Supreme Court. It was just literally two X's. And they were going on about this horrible person. One of them accidentally put out that it was a female because they had a press release set up in case it was Amy, uh, uh, what's her name, Comey. And they were just, they were literally protesting half an hour before the name was even said. They were out there chanting. You can't. You can't protest unless you know what you're protesting for or what you're protesting about. So I defy anyone to name me, just like, except for Brett, because I'm sure— Well, I mean, they're just protesting the administration. I mean, that's no, not no that's not the thing. They're, they're saying, this this Supreme Court nominee is going to set women's voting right backs by 100 years. Well, let's change subjects. We're going to talk about wolves here. Wolves! I want to talk about wolves. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about people. Yeah, jeez. Gee golly. Yeah. It is 10 o'clock right now. We're going to take our top-of-the-hour break. We'll return with some weather and traffic folks and, of course, the St. Saint uh, Francis Wolf Sanctuary. So stick around. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding... Hello? Coco? Yes. Hey, this is Dick Schischler with Lone Star Community Radio with Mornings in Lone Star. Hey, Dick. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm just getting you ready. Uh, right now... It is 10.02. We're going to go on in about two minutes. Okay. And when we introduce you, you will be on the air with us, okay? Okay, sounds good. Wonderful. Well, uh, I'm going to put you into the live feed and just wait till we announce you. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids removed from their home because of abuse and neglect. And we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit casaspeaksforkids.com. That's casaspeaksforkids.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out irlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or... Call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy, Dick. It is 10.04 on the dot. Already up to 84 degrees outside. Going to go up another 6 or 7 degrees up to 91. Uh, only 10% chance of rain all day. But the winds are picking up. The official Lone Star weather tree outside my window lets me know the winds are coming out of the west-southwest at 8 miles an hour and 81% humidity. You know what, how, what that makes it feel, how hot it is outside, Dick? 94 degrees. Can't wait. Yeah. To go outside. Yeah. Wonderful. We have a special guest in the studio. Well, we got to do traffic. Oh, do traffic. Okay. I mean, oh. Hey, you, you skipped weather yeah, earlier. It's my revenge on you. Yeah, so looking at traffic, there isn't any. There we go. There's a traffic report. <laughs> Thank you. 
You did that on purpose, yep. didn't you? Okay. Well, I'm moving. I'm, ta- I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Nicole instead. I got Nicole Rogers in the studio with us today. She is the executive director for the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. And we also have on the line. We don't want to introduce her now. Oh, she's already now. on the line. Oh, she's cool. on the line. Yeah, cool. man, take care of this stuff, man. <laughs> I was just trying to get me coffee. So you, we have a singer-songwriter. We have Coco on the line. Coco, are you there? I'm here. Coco O'Connor, O'Connor. correct? Yes. All right, wonderful. So now we're all here. So now we can continue. Why, thank you. <laughs> yes. Why are we here? So why are we here today, Nicole? Well, because we're very excited. We've been having this wonderful partnership that Coco O'Connor, a fabulous singer-songwriter that's on the line, uh, came to uh, the sanctuary with in to help us uh, raise funds for our new relocation because we're moving our sanctuary over the next year into our new property. And from and where to? We're moving from Montgomery. Uh, and we, we're in Montgomery County off of 105. We're moving right up 105. It does cross over the county line. So now we'll be in Grimes County, uh, right there kind of where the Stone area is. But it's the address is Navasota, but it's really pretty far out. Is there Minnesota. an official wolf of Grimes County or will they be able to adapt to their new environment? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, okay, 10 minutes up the road is not going to make a big difference, I don't think. We, we were talking with bear people a few <laughs> weeks ago, and they were telling us like there are like 88 different like breeds of bear. What about wolves? Uh, we tend to just throw wolves in like one big melting yeah. pot, but... Well, you know, I am not the wildlife biologist that uh, manages the sanctuary. I get to do all the infant stuff, all the administration and the fundraising. I do know that there's different species of wolves, but I'm not learned enough to tell you all the different ones. But so that we're not just picking out one wolf in particular to be friendly to. This is. Oh, no, we we rescue wolves from all over the country. We get over 100 rescue calls a month. So we have an Arctic wolf out there. We have uh, well, your Facebook a black wolf. really gives a good mm-hmm. idea of what goes on over there, especially the type of wolves mm-hmm. and you know, like the species of wolf and things right. like that. They, you just go to their Facebook page, Francis. Sorry, St. Francis Wolf <laughs> Sanctuary. Because I've been there. We were for a minute, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> no. no, I uh, I've been there several times, and it's just their your Facebook's really great for pictures and videos and just, and Instagram is even yes. better. Yeah, we so, have lots. So. Uh, lots of different followers, and absolutely a good point. Yes, please visit our Facebook page. That's at St. Francis uh, Wolf Sanctuary dot org, Facebook and uh, and Instagram. Lots of information there. And awesome. with that, we're you. We found you guys because you're trying to raise money, and Coco <laughs> Connor is a singer songwriter. So, Coco, are you there? I am. So, how did you get involved with St. Francis? Well, I was. Um, I have a new record that was released June 8th, and uh, I wanted to um, reach out to um, Wolf Sanctuaries that, that were doing a great work like St. Francis and uh, see if I could uh, use my music to help support um, their, their efforts to, to uh, educate the public on, on wolves and, and uh, rescue the wolves that needed to be rehomed. So... Uh, fortunately, Nicole uh, was was very responsive and and encouraging, and uh, said, "Yeah, we would love to partner and uh, and uh, have your pledge music donate. Um, we're donating twenty five percent of all the funds raised to the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary, and wow. af- after we meet our goal, we donate fifty percent off of pledge music. So, um, I just wanted to to give back to an organization um, that." Uh, that works with wolves because of my past experience having 
having owned um, wolf in the past. I was gonna. I was gonna ask because typically, you know, when a, a singer songwriter or musician finds a, a cause, I don't think wolves are like top of the list. So you actually have a personal experience in that. Yes, I, I do. I, I had uh, the the fortunate experience, um, and mine was a fortunate experience um, because we were uh, very um, well suited out. In my, I have a recording studio and home out in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I love and we Santa have about Fe. 10, <laughs> and there are beautiful yeah, wolves out, out there. Yeah, I'm out here now, so it's it's really fun. I spend my time back and forth between Nashville and Santa Fe. So, so to make a long story short, um, my husband and I, um, we had the good fortune of of uh, getting uh, some wolf wolf hybrids, and we raised them since they were pups. We bottle fed them. And we had 10 acres that was enclosed, um, so they were very well protected, and they had um, a good life uh, while we got to live with them and share with the, them well over about 15 years. So wow. we had a good experience. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like there was a good fit. I mean, did, were you um, just in general trying to, to find uh, a wolf sanctuary, or was there something special about St. Francis that really caught your eye? Um, I I, I love first of all I don't I don't know I love the name St. Francis so I, I reached out to a couple of different um, organizations that were wolf sanctuaries but I was kind of secretly hoping that St. Francis would be the one that kind of got back to me and, and we could work with so um, I, I uh, that's just kind of how that happened just by kind of happenstance or synergy so it was it was really good and I was I know that um, you know there's like Nicole is is very um, we want to make sure that I'm not advocating the owner, you know, the ownership because I, and I'm not, I, I don't think that, that uh, I think only certain, it, certain setups are, are, and certain people mm -hmm. can, can have wolves or high content wolves, I should say, um, in their lives. So. Absolutely. Uh, agree with you. And you see that. At the, like at the pet stores around Easter time, all these, you know, you, know, you think that two months later are going to be a lot of homeless bunnies and, <laughs> yeah, and chickens yeah. out there. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, like I said, we were, um, we are mature. My husband and I were mature people and we had a lot of land we were fortunate enough to have a lot of land. And not only that, it's not just having land, but you have to have the enclosures like Nicole has for, for her um, wolves uh, enclosures. And there's, there's a lot to it. And also, um, so I, so of course, you know, that you hear these horror stories of people who have what tigers or wolves in apartments and stuff. So it was definitely, it's definitely not that. And thank goodness that people like Nicole um, and the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary are there for people who think they have, um, you know, think they can handle something that they unfortunately just can't. Right. Yeah. I suppose there's no 30 day return policy. Nicole, what 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 makes the sanctuary? What makes the sanctuary for a wolf? It, meaning, is it are they do they roam free? Or are they they kept in certain conditions and, and nursed to health? No, they well one once we rescue a wolf or a wolf dog, which is what Coco's uh, referring to as a hybrid. Okay, um, they live in enclosures, generally in pairs, but um, we do have one mm -hmm. what we call a mini pack, which is three that live in one. They're, they're social animals or pack animals, so they do prefer to mm -hmm. live with another animal uh, in enclosure. B 
But when we rescue wolves, um, wolves don't, uh, they're, you know, they don't know each other. They're from, uh, when a wolf lives in captivity, they rarely are coming from the same pack. Mm -hmm. So that means that we can't just put wolves together or wolf dogs together immediately. The wildlife biologist who manages the sanctuary, Brittany McDonald, spends a lot of time um, gradually working to introduce the wolf so that she can make a pair because you can't, they're not like dogs. You can't just throw two into a room and then they'll work it out. This isn't how this works. Well, there's this been many a college freshman yeah. in the same problem as a dorm. You just can't, you know, <laughs> throw them together. You find out that one of them is really messy. Right. So it takes a, it, it's a process mm -hmm. um, to put them um, together. Right now, um, we do not have any sing singles. We've just, uh, we've, We've actually got everybody paired right now, which is just fantastic for us. Great. And so the fundraising that's going on, that's to raise funds for is it food, is the shelter, the rent, the insurance? Uh, all of that. All, all the yeah. above. I was going to say, or E, <laughs> so all of the above. We're raising funds, of course, for just the general day-to-day -day operations that happen at the sanctuary that, that we're running for the past 16 years that's there. But we're also, uh, we've, we've bought these 15 acres in Navasota, and now it's time to, because our, our lease on our land is expiring, and so now we have to build an entire new sanctuary on this land. Um, but it's going to be such a fabulous thing, because the new sanctuary, uh, right now our enclosures are about 1,000 square feet per pair. Mm -hmm. At the new sanctuary, they will be 5,000 square feet minimally per pair. So these animals are going to get much bigger um, enclosures. I mean, 1,000 square feet is more than adequate. That's a, It's a good space. Right. Um, but 5,000 square feet is going to be like living in a mansion to them, and they're going to have natural water den natural underground dens and water features at the new sanctuary. So there's a lot of and there's going to be a lot of additional features that, that we have in supporting the community with our education and outreach about these wolves. We have lots of scouting troops and and uh, schools that come and visit us, so we really want to be able to keep doing that in all of our programming as well out there. We have the coolest thing ever called Howl Nights where uh, the community, you know, people can come out and they can actually camp overnight with the wolves and a keeper. And uh, so they get to hear the howls in the morning and in the evening uh, and they cook out over the fire. We have birthday parties now with the wolves. We have all kinds of wow, stuff that help us great. generate money. Is yeah. that what brought well, you out there, Dick? Birthday parties? Uh, I think there one. Yeah, uh, I think one event y'all did was you could come see the wolves. Yeah. And it was kind of, I think, actually a birthday party for one of the wolves. We just had that and... this past April. That is the birthday party of the wolves. We have that every spring. We have two major annual <laughs> events that are open days. The birthday party for the wolves is held every spring because wolves are born in the spring. So we celebrate that, and we have vendors and music and food and keeper chats, which is the funnest part. Uh, and we have a silent auction the same day. But the whole – we have people come from all over the state for that event. Wow. But our biggest event is coming up on October the 13th, which is a Saturday. Uh -huh. And that's our fall event, and it's called Festival for the Wolves. Um, so uh, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll already see that event up. We encourage you to go and hit going uh, or at least interested, and so, and you can already buy tickets for that, and it'll be the same thing. That's our biggest event, and we have quite a number of people come from all around for that. that is well, so one person cool. uh, on our Facebook is asking, do you guys uh, accept PayPal? Yes. Okay. So they just need to visit the website? Where yes. can they find that? Okay. So, so that, there you go. Yeah, that's uh, www. 
stfrancisclosesanctuary.org. And if folks who haven't been out there uh, before or after the move, regardless, one thing I like about the approach y'all do is it's very open. Mm-hmm. So when you come see the animals, it's very it's very similar to like a zoo in a sense of you can see them in their habitat and you see them running around. And some of them are like, I forgot which one was like huge. I mean, the legs were like th- were a yard long wow. or something like that. It was crazy. Longer how tall, than my legs. Ta- like how tall this animal was. You're probably thinking of Achilles. He's our Arctic white wolf. Yes. And I believe. I mean, huge. I believe when he's standing on his hind legs, he's a little over seven feet. Yeah, I mean, um, so isn't that crazy? He's, oh, well, or he's a pony at ride. seven feet or close to seven feet. I hope I'm not, but he is definitely His a very feet big guy. Are like this big. Yeah, he's got very large falls. He's a he's a big guy, uh, but he's a he's a sweetheart at the same time. But we also have they don't even have to wait for one of these events. We have tours every uh, day uh, except for Mondays and Fridays for general sanctuary tours. If you want to get really up close and actually do an enrichment with the wolves to actually get on the perimeter, that the not inside the enclosures, but on the perimeter in front of the enclosures and do an enrichment with a keeper, uh, and it's a one-on-one tour, those are called VIP tours. You can also buy <laughs> one of those. Those are very How popular. much to battle one? I'm just kidding. That's that's a poor joke. Well, uh, you can play tug of war with one. Really? As an, oh, as dude. A, uh, we got to go a, do that. Oh, as man. an enrichment, well, we often do that on our we, on the festival. We don't want to forget Coco's on the line, yeah. and I know she's she's not here. So let's let's kind of give Coco a time. So, Coco, you're raising funds for your, with your album. Tell people where they can listen to your music and where they can find you real quick. Uh, CocoO'Connor.com. That's my website, which is all O's. Um, and four consonants. So that's what my name is made up of. Um, my dad liked Coco Chanel, and I'm Irish by marriage. There you go. Um, yeah. So CocoOConnor.com. And let's see, of course, I'm on Facebook, Coco O'Connor Music. Or no, I think it's Coco.O'Connor. Um, that's my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can just Google Coco O'Connor, just all O's. Remember that. <laughs> and uh, Pledge Music um, slash This Old War or PledgeMusic.com slash This Old War is my new record. And uh, you can also, I've got a little video there, which if people are interested on my history and actually seeing some footage of, of my um, wolf wolfies, then you can go there and watch that. And then you'll also see who produced the record and who plays on the record. We were really fortunate to get Sadler Vaden, who's with Jason Isbell and the 400 unit to mm-hmm. play guitar. Wow. Um, Mike Wren, who's played with Emmylou Harris and Rodney Crowell and, and, and then Drew Holcomb and the neighbors, um, Rich Brinsfield. So we had some really awesome players and my producers, Parker Kaysen. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, um, Really, really uh, proud of the record, and uh, and I'm glad that we, you know, we can have um, use music to support these wolves. There's also opportunities for there's pretty cool items there on the pledge music. Like if you are interested in a wolf tour, you can um, you can book it through the pledge music. So all of the funds will go or the funds will go to St. Francis with that, um, and you can also book. If you want me to come with a wolf tour, I'll be happy to come down there and, and sing some songs. And there's house concerts opportunities and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, real, we got some fun items. And trucker hats. Oh, whoa, and trucker whoa. Hats. you got me yes. trucker hats. Okay. <laughs> well, it, I just got those, too. Actually, Nicole, I just I was going to reach out. I just got those on my doorstep here in Santa Fe. So oh. you're about to get some. So we, we have sold some of the trucker hats. So, yeah, it's trucker hats with the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary logo. They're navy and brown, and, and uh, they look really, really 
really great. Awesome. So. Well, again, Coco, what's the website? What's all that stuff before you got to? CocoO'Connor.com. That's my web website. And then Pledge Music, if you Google Coco O'Connor or the album called This Old War, which is O-L apostrophe war, then you'll get that. So, well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. People, yeah. check out yeah. her music, purchase her music, support the St. Wolf, Wolf Sanctuary. We're going to say goodbye to Coco because I know she's on the phone. Uh, right. But, you know, we're going to do with Nicole real quick. Thank you, Coco. Thanks, thank you. Coco. Thank you. Thanks, Nicole. Good to hear you. Bye. Bye, Coco. Uh, so, Bye-bye. Nicole, when we're, what's the next event they're having at the St. Francis again so people can come out? Like, what are the general rules of it? Can I just come out now? No. Okay. <clears throat> no. Sorry, my vo- voice cracked there. Um, no, you, you must, uh, if you want to come out to the sanctuary, it is not just open walk-in. You do have to go to our website and book your tour. Okay. And tours do cap out. So if you're interested in doing one, you need to go on ahead and, and go in and select your date. It's $10 per person, except for children under five. They're free. Uh, and the so you can do that every day, but Monday or Friday. And then the, the next big open day, what we call an open day event, where anybody can just walk in that day. Um, is the Festival of the Bus on October 13th. Okay. That was nice. Thank you so much for stopping by and letting us know. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So we've been talking to Nicole Rogers and, of course, Coco O'Connor, and that's a lot of C's, a lot of O's, and a couple of N's <laughs> in there. Uh, for a great, a great event because Dick and I, well, Dick's been out there. I, I am, mm. like, so clueless on, on wolves and everything, so I'm fascinated. Well, I'm I want to know, when, when's the new sanctuary opening? Uh, we when we get it, uh, when we get it built, yeah. Hopefully, we're we're shooting for 2019. That's okay. our that's our cool. goal. All right. Well, uh, we're going to be taking our break here on Mornings with Loans. Starts 10:23 a.m. That's St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary. Check it out. And that's Coco Connor. Check out her pledge that she's helped supporting this great organization. It is a nonprofit, so they have PayPal for the listener who asked that. Woot woot. And uh, they have really neat things that you can purchase to help support trucker hats oh we have a whole gift shop full of stuff there you go <laughs> and uh, you can check them out on facebook i encourage people to check that out because it's really neat to see the wolves in action like especially y'all have videos uh recently when it snowed here yeah and it was really cool to see oh, see bet. them run around oh, and like roll it. around and i'm like man these things can just murder me <laughs> but it's but they won't because they're sweet well they're also in a cage and i have <laughs> to mention very quickly it's very neat that you're playing duran duran Hungry like a wolf because I just sent them a request to do a benefit concert for us yesterday. Oh wow! So, Simon Lebon, if you're listening yeah. to us, and Andrew was the Rigsley's. That no, no, Andrew no Rigsley was from Wham. The other guy, <laughs> Duran Duran. You know who you are. Come out and play the play the benefit concert. Yes, please. <laughs> Maybe they'll let you be in in the compound with them while you play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll I'll shoot. You know what? I would shoot the music video. I'd, bring my camera, I'd shoot it. That's wonderful. Throw Simon LeBond in there with a bunch of wolves. You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star. We're going to take our break. We'll be right back. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. 
Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy, 1027 in the morning. A cool 84 degrees outside. And it is 1027 on the dot. As Dick gets coffee, I'm going to change my voice. Okay, so you were listening to Nicole Rogers and Coco O'Connor. Nicole's the executive director for St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary based out of Montgomery. And they are looking, uh, well, they're getting a new facility, so they're raising some funds for it. And Coco O'Connor, singer-songwriter out at Santa Fe, New Mexico, is helping out. Great stuff. Dick, I got an idea for how they can, like, help raise money. Have an escape room. And at the end of the hour, if you're not out, they open up like a trap door and the room is filled with a lot of hungry wolves. Oof. So you got that incentive to get the heck out of there before your hour's up. Well, that would be a, that would be an interesting escape room where you're surviving in the wilderness and you're trying to solve these puzzles left by you mm-hmm. know, the Aztecs or something. Right. And then if you don't, the, the animals will get you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Nicole, if you're still tuned into us, just think about that. Just combine a, a, an escape room with wolves and see what happens and best of luck it would be so awesome if they could get duran duran to to do a benefit well concert. you know immediately when she said that I, I i thought of social media is so easy to do and you get this video like imagine if they just go on their instagram or something saying hey support saint francis that right i would shoot people there yes so simon and the rest <laughs> of the members <laughs> of duran duran help yourselves remain relevant uh, so be sure to like saint francis wolf sanctuary dot org and I, i'm guessing the the saint is the st st francis with an i 
So there you go. That's a great interview. Like that and liked, uh, you know, maybe we should have gotten Coco to sing a song, but uh, well, maybe, we maybe were running time. on time. Yeah, we'll get her next time. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of PayPal, because you know you would asked of pay- PayPal. Yeah. And, and, uh, PayPal's kind of on the hot seat right now. Not not too bad, but uh, they uh, there was this married couple named Lindsay and Howard Dirtle, and Lindsay unfortunately passed away from cancer. The wife, and uh, Howard was sent an email that. Uh, she owed them money for quote uh, breaking their rules. Apparently, her 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 death um, somehow broke the uh, uh, not the rules. What's the word I'm looking for? Their terms and conditions at at PayPal. So they had to uh, apparently the PayPal sent out the wrong the wrong letter, you know, like form letter. And uh, so nothing earth shattering on that one. But PayPal, just be careful what you, what you do send out there. Man, I got some movie news here that I just don't know how to handle this. This just popped up on my news feed. And uh, they're going to shoot a Joker movie. Yeah. You know who they've cast as the Joker? Joaquin Phoenix. Right. Really? Because you think that after Jared Leto, they think, okay, we can't really get a real whack job. And isn't Joaquin like pretty much a, a, a total whack job? I mean, I'm, I'd be interested just to see what kind of money they're trying to make because the the thing with Marvel, they've they announced not to like they did it to the public, but most people don't care. It's like their 20 year plan. I don't know if you knew about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, I did. So it's like they they seem to have a foresight to what they're trying to achieve. Now this to me is like, oh hey, we own this stuff. We don't know what we're doing with it. Let's just see if we can make some money because of Justice League performing so poorly so i think i mean make movies who cares people see it they see it. i mean they, they have a movie called skyscraper where the rock has a fake leg well so, that was I just mean, so he know what movie he was in that, that, yeah that's the joke he knows what he moved what movie he is in <laughs> well what am i this is the one with the how gorilla? many legs do i have in this is scene? this the gorilla the car the fake leg <laughs> i'm always jumping from buildings so i need to know i mean and and this is my problem one. with the dc universe right now marvel did it pretty much only once with Spider-Man that they kept on rebooting Spider-Man. They had Tobey Maguire, then they had Andrew Garfield, and now they got this new kid. And so, you know, it was like three reboots. Same thing with the DC Universe. Like, everybody, they rebooted Batman three different times, and then Superman. They came out with Superman Returns to kind of reset it as to, okay, we're going to pretend Superman 3 and 4 never happened. Uh, and then they well, suddenly think, change it again. It's what, so the Joker. What, what happened? They've had was four different Jokers now. The playing field changed because if you remember back when Superman's success with Christopher Reeves, that was really a good standalone movie, mm-hmm. and it did well by itself, and everyone was okay with it. But now the market is saturated with comic books. It's really hard to be different unless there's some type of angle you're working with. For example, the Marvel stuff has that comedy angle in the comics, like that. There are certain characters in the world did have comment or did have comedy, but some characters did not. But they kind of made it family friendly, or they want the kid who is seeing this movie be able to see the next Marvel movie. And that's what I think I liked about Deadpool is Deadpool was lucky enough to not to have to have that connection to other shows, to other people, and to other fan. Like they didn't have to be. He doesn't have to be in an X Men movie because he would have to change the way X Men's done because of his rated R you know mentality right so and then they did it a little bit with logan because logan was rated r yeah but that was like alternate reality future so i think well i think that was more of what's his name 
Is it Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. Goes, I'm not making another movie unless it's like this, like for the fans. Because I felt like Logan was made more for the fans, not for, oh, let's make this X-Men 1.5 and it'll bridge us to X-Men 2 kind of thing. Now, here's a question I have, because I I still maintain Christopher Reeve, for me, was the Superman. You know, he was, was, and I loved Michael Keaton's Batman. Now, there was only about 10 years between the two movies, Superman and the first Batman movie okay. with Michael Keaton. So conceivably, because Christopher Reeves' accident, his, his terrible accident where he fell off a horse and broke his neck and was paralyzed, happened in 95. So they could have started a Justice League universe with those originals, with Christopher Reeve, Michael Keaton. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, that would have been good. Yeah, but I also think there was a lot of... And I think this is what Marvel did in a sense of with Sony is there was a lot of legal jargon during that time because who owned what for distribution. Cause there was a well, lot yeah, of, there even was, the guys that invented Superman were left out of the loop. Well, I mean, it, but Simon and Schuster, do you have an idea? Sony, or whatever name. Sony basically shut up for Spider-Man because they said, we'll make you a lot of money. I mean, I, I really think that's what happened in their mm-hmm. legal proceedings because Sony owned Spider-Man and like for X amount of years. Right. And so it was like, well, Marvel, we really want to make a Spider-Man movie because we have an idea that works with Tony Stark, but Sony owns it, so Tony Stark can't be in it because Tony Stark's Yeah, Marvel Studios owns that. Sony Studios owns Spider-Man. Yeah, but but even before they they got the new kid in, they had the Andrew Garfield. Yeah, they tried. Oh, well, they had Tobey Maguire, and then they they had Andrew Garfield. They tried to do it. And then it was more of like someone goes, hey, we'll give you 10% of what it makes. And then they're like, oh, okay, cool. I think that negotiations are now having having happening between big big money producers. It just seems companies. to me that on both ends they were just trying to reboot till they found it right. You know, they they tried to reboot Superman with Brandon, um, uh, not Brandon Fraser, Brandon Ralph Roth, however you pronounce. It. And, I, and I liked him a lot. I thought he was great channeling Christopher Reeve. Ruth, yeah, yeah. And then he's gone, and they bring in Henry uh, Henry Cavill, uh, and same thing with Batman. You know, we go through the original Batman series, and I'll think, goodness, they got rid of the whole Joel Schumacher, George Clooney, Batman nipple thing. But then it's, okay, we're going to restart it again with uh, Chris, uh, not Christopher Nolan, well, he's the director, uh, Christian Bale. And now it's uh, Ben Affleck. So even the, you know, the last 10 years, they were using Christian Bale's Batman, but now we can't have that anymore, so we got to reboot him yet again with Ben Affleck. So it's like, do we want to keep on rebooting? It's like having seriously a a different James Bond every two years. I I mean, I really think if it comes down to what the public wants, no one really knows until they try it. And Mm -hmm. then they see that it's not going to make as much money. Same thing with Star Wars. Did they fire that Kennedy woman? Did I see that? Let me look that up. Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah, let me see. Well, I know that for Episode Nine, they fired the original, the guy that did Episode Eight, and they brought in J.J. Abrams again. Like, save us. And here's the thing. Jay Abrams is going to have to rewrite whatever they were going to do for Episode Nine, rewrite it to kind of undo as much as possible from the previous movie. Yeah, there's... I'm going to wonder how Phasma survives or, or you know, or, or Snoke, you know, what's-her-name's uh, parentage or the Emperor Snoke or whatever that were just totally shut down in the last movie. Abrams is going to have to find ways to to give people better answers. There's a, a huge 
push out there to actually have it redone, re-edited, parts reshot. And it's funny, when your own fan base, when you go to a level that your own fan base says, we want this changed, I haven't seen that since, and this is going to sound funny, the last episode of How I Met Your Mother, the outrage was, I, I thought it ended how it should have ended, uh, where the mother dies and he w- wants to end up with his, the love of his life that he's been talking about for the last 10 years. Uh, but people wanted a different ending so badly that the creators actually re-edited the final episode to get rid of the death and and give it a happy ending. And they're like, okay, we heard you guys. So just think about the power of your audience that they say, we do not like this enough. For something that doesn't really matter in the end. No, I agree. I lo- As a writer myself, and I've, I've told you on my novel, I got death threats for killing off the character. And I, at first it, was, it scared me. Then I loved it thinking, I made this guy up. Yeah, you know, he's a figment of my imagination. He does not exist, but I've affected some people enough that they, they think he's real enough to be upset at his past. Well, I think also you look at it, there's no more. No. That's, there's no more. But I mean, like, if you kill off somebody, there's no more of that. So mm-hmm. I can't enjoy these books anymore because this guy's dead. Right, but I also kill him off halfway through the book. In fact, my own publisher, it was funny, that's how I got, uh, I found out that Dip was going to get published. What happened was my novel... It had, uh, this publisher in Canada had picked it up and we went through all the, uh, the grief of, of publishing and it got to galley phase, which is the final phase before it goes to print. And then the publisher folded. They just went out of business. It was edge. There's name edge science fiction publishing. So I had to start all over again. So I was sending more of the manuscripts back out and I got this call from a number I didn't recognize and I picked it up and this woman starts yelling at me that I've killed him. I can't believe you killed him. My brain's going, I'm, I'm playing back like the last 20 years of my life going, did I kill someone that I just can't remember? And uh, then I found out it was a publisher and she'd been reading the book and I got into the part where I killed off this character and she picked up the phone to call me going, is he coming back? Because it's a time travel novel. I'm like, no, he's dead. But you can't kill him off. And I'm like, who is this? And she told me who she was and the publisher Probably she was Probably should the plot right there because people might want to buy your book. Well, I told her, well, keep reading. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah. 1039. You know, you're going to find out after this break, not any more of that book talk. <laughs> We're going to talk some local stuff. Yeah. Time travel murder people. Cool. <laughs> Mornings of Lone Star brought to you by name of my next band, by the way. Time travel murder people. <laughs> you're listening to Mornings of Lone Star brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Folks, we'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast. Create your first YouTube channel and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. Hey. Hello. 10.42 on the dot. Good energy today. Great interviews. Good banter. Great interaction with our audience. All of you. Yeah. So we're getting down to kind of like our final section. Well, I want to remind folks, yeah. uh, I think if I'm reading this right, tickets for Fire Up the Bands has been sold out for the pre-show. Remember they had two two sections? They had the after party and they had the pre-party, which is for the uh, VIPs. The Uh, VIPs. Apparently they sold out of the VIP stuff, so you can't sponsor a table you can't do that you can't see Corey Morrow I think but they will open the doors uh, tickets for standing mm-hmm. to enjoy the rest of the party and stuff like that I think at 930 is that what it is so you're right so you'll have to uh, gate crash that's what we're planning on doing we're just gonna you know throw our muscle no, around what, no what you do is it's 430 and you go in the bathroom for an hour and then you come out <laughs> and like oh great you guys are here I think we should just walk up like a couple of our shows hey, Dick and Skippy you know with the radio show we're supposed to meet um and it usually works there's a great movie. I tried to get into the wolf cage with that, but they wouldn't let me in the wolf right. cage. There's a great movie called The Paper with Michael Keaton and Marissa Tomei. Where, yeah, I've seen and, it. And where this reporter says, a clipboard and a confident walk will get you through any door in the world. And it's pretty pretty true. You just have a clipboard in your hand and you walk through like you know what you're doing. You got a good chance of that. They teach you that in spook school. Yeah. 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 But locally, so this is something that uh, apparently you knew about this, but I didn't. So Montgomery County Youth Services... It's been a, a stalwart uh, uh, nonprofit for Montgomery County. Is changing like everything: their name, their logo, their location. They're becoming yes to youth. Is it, so Montgomery County Youth Services or MCYS is becoming yes to youth with new logo, new name, and you said new location on the on that, right? Cool. So Danette Suiting is the CEO. Uh, basically explains that, you know, they wanted something that would, would kind of, well, it's a rebrand, you know, reaching new audiences, kind of making, uh, getting rid of some of the questions about what, what do they do, 
So basically, they're saying yes to youth. And so they obviously they provide services for at-risk at youth throughout Montgomery County. Uh, check out the local Conroe Courier for a story on them and uh, show them your support because I believe the children are our future. And I believe we should teach them well and let them lead the way. And I'm going to stop quoting there because I don't want YouTube to shut us down for copyright oh, infringement. But... Yeah, that kind of wraps up today's show, doesn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Any, Anything else you really want to talk about? I uh, mean, let's see. I, I just find it funny that in 24 hours we've gone from how the Supreme Court nominee is going to destroy all women's voting rights for you know well, the next 100 I, years to I think really, literally nothing today. Literally nothing. Yeah. Well, it's also, I mean, I think Trump's been busy. So. Well, yeah, because I was oh, no, it's NATO. He's going to nuke us with NATO. I just, every time there's, I, I, I want to find out what's happened with net neutrality. Yeah. With the nuclear war with North Korea, I'm just, every, every time there's been this, that Diane Feinstein or something, or, or uh, Elizabeth Warren has been saying, this is the end of civilization as we know it. This is Armageddon. Uh, Pelosi is great at that, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, and it goes on both sides, too. Every time, oh, this is a game changer. Love to, you know, I want to do follow-ups on these. We still haven't been nuked by North Korea. Uh, net neutrality. I'm still paying the same amount for my internet. Um, yeah, women still have the right to vote. Um, laws are being enforced. Uh, schools are still in session. Something that uh, about the wolfing, this kind of caught my eye. You heard about the story that these these poachers went in Africa and tried to kill these these lions and the lions. Yeah, and they ate, ate them. them. Yeah. So I have an uncomfortable number of friends on Facebook who were cheering this. Nothing wrong to me, with that. Well, there's a fine line. It's we, so we want people to die. But remember, these are the same people that say, oh, but mass murderers shouldn't be put on death row because all lives matter. So, I think you get way too wrapped up into this stuff, man. But isn't there Because, I mean, to me, that kind of comment doesn't have any any room to grow because this is something that happened across the world. And, I mean, you can kind of see that person on Facebook. That's kind of morbid and mean. But Well, well that's eh. what I'm saying. Dude, are we happy that people got eaten by lions? I mean, yeah, they were bad people. Don't get me wrong. Do people like were that? they bad people? Well, they were illegally poaching. They broke well, the law. I, but what, they probably had there's... some starving family. And they're trying <laughs> to put food in the table on the bellies. So why can't why can't you hate on a person like that? There you go. So well, I mean, well that's my question. I, I got I people cheering. Well, that's their one death. thing I'm kind of surprised about with the vocal range of social media is like, how often do you have a conversation with somebody who says, "Yeah, they should have died." And meant it. Like I don't think I've ever really had a face-to-face -face conversation about someone propo like proposing. Yeah, I'm glad that person. But the thing is about social dead. media in the on the old days of the internet, it would be you could change your name and just be hiding behind a handle. Now on you know people know that unless you've been hacked, this is you saying this. And I remember after the last school shooting, the time. I had right. Well, I had people saying, "Well, I'm placing bets on the next school shooting." It's like you want there to be another one. You're actually placing bets and hope you win this. And well, you're actually like, I don't think people hoping I, that people get I, eaten by lions. Okay, when you say your friends on Facebook say this, how, how are they really your friends? Yes, Just, uh, and I have a big. And I'm not count. saying how Facebook. No, no, no. I'm not saying like like fourth level. You know how. So if you how saw LinkedIn, if you saw them at the coffee shop, I would ask them. I would like so you want them you to die? Really, yeah, it's kind of messed up. Yeah, it's like you're really cheering that somebody got eaten by a lion, but you have a mask. There wasn't how much there wasn't a video of it. You're right. But I mean, there's, there's well, they had the video of the guy got killed by the bear because I did go through a whole YouTube thing of like lion attacks mm -hmm. after that. Mm -hmm. There's some solid ones. There's a scary one where I think it was in India. They're on elephants. 
and there's the high grass and all of a sudden you see a little grass move and i'm not kidding you this lion leaps probably four or five feet in the air oh good and Lord. you're like there's a lion and then uh here i'll look up what while you look that up do you hear about the model who decides to shoot some instagram photos of her literally swimming with sharks until a shark climbed down on her arm started chewing away Oof. yeah what kind of shark uh five foot long uh i want to say tiger shark but i mean it, it it messed her up and i saw a quick interview with her yesterday she's like yeah well, i thought it was a good idea to go swim with the sharks i look cool and then i just felt my arm and now i gotta have all these surgeries because i'm a model she's a nursing student and a model and and so her desire to get an instagram following because i guarantee you it wasn't the nursing students who did this it was the the aspiring model got her arm done chewed up but i mean she, she kept the arm but People, swimming with sharks is a bad idea, okay? Nature wants to kill you. It does. Yeah. So don't go swimming with sharks. Don't go wrestling with bears. And go to the wolf sanctuary and watch the wolf from a safe distance in their enclosures and, and give them a good life, too. Damn, it's crazy. I can't believe it. Okay. Cray, cray. Oh, man, I'm watching videos right now. Now I'm distracted. Uh, we got to be close up to today's show. Yeah, so we can watch Lion Death videos. Yeah, so today's <laughs> show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We love you course. guys. Thank you. Special thanks to St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary and, of course, singer-songwriter Coco O'Connor talking about a fundraiser doing for the St. Wolf, Francis Wolf Sanctuary. Uh, and then also go visit them. They're moving in 2019, it sounds like. So if you want to check them out today, you can just book a tour. St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary, check them out. Uh, outside that, tomorrow we're going to have a replay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but we will be back on Friday. But I will be here on Thursday, tomorrow, for the ticket stuff. Yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, we're going to be having, uh, on Friday, Intercept Ministries is back in the studio to talk about their Christmas in July. We had them a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. but they want to come back and remind you folks about that. And then uh, Get that Christmas spirit going. Yeah. And then uh, outside of that, again, we won't be here tomorrow, but we'll be back Friday. Sounds if good. you're interested in being a guest on the morning show, reach out to us at IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Uh, coming up for the rest of the day, check out the show calendar, IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking us out. We'll be back Friday morning.